DW Africa Link Arts and culture help people in confinement to stay sane during the coronavirus epidemic. In March, when the pandemic took hold in Africa, music was a major tool in spreading awareness. Physical distancing and isolation have created gaping personal spaces, but it is in these spaces that we listen to that great music or watch those films. Can you imagine for a second the silent barren world without these things? But the question is, how are the artists and creative people faring? This is a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus, and I am Michael Lutti. Joining me in the studio for an update on some of the biggest coronavirus stories this week, here's our very own Jane Nyingi. Jane. Of course, the big story this week is how COVID-19 has affected those in prisons, especially when it comes to justice delivery. I'll take an example of the Gambia, where President Adama Barrow in March this year declared a state of public emergency banning all public gatherings in the country. And uh, that has affected so many things, including court proceedings, which continue to be suspended, meaning hundreds of suspects waiting for or waiting or undergoing trial have to wait for weeks before being arraigned in court. So the inmates will continue to spend more time behind bars due to the pandemic, which is not a good thing. That is that is awful. How, how are they managing? It's really a sad situation because we know um, prisons are hotspots to coronavirus. And uh, at least we've seen WHO come out and tell different governments that uh, let us try and decongest our th- the prisons by letting some people, petty offenders, out. But uh, there are some countries who've heeded that call, but there are some who have not yet released any prisoners. Is Gambia doing anything to mitigate the, the threat of spread within these prisons? Uh, the government is trying out to release the people that um, it can release. That means, as I said, petty offenders, because um, you wouldn't release a rapist out there and uh, the people who've accused him are out there. So the situation will be a bit tough for both the family and also the suspect. So at least they are looking which people to to release out of prison. And also um, there is a push from a civil society that um, the court proceedings get back to how they were before the COVID-19. Because, of course, people who are standing trial, they also have to get justice. And that means they have to be arraigned in court. A verdict has to be reached on what they are being accused of. So in all of this, how do the people in Gambia feel about this situation? There are some who are supporting the situation. Others are opposed to it. And it is not only the Gambia, because we saw even in other African countries, uh, prisoners being released so that uh, we try and decongest our prisons. And uh, a case example is also Zimbabwe. And some people were like, we support the move, but also the government has to think of how to integrate these people in the society because they are coming back out here without jobs and COVID has really affected employment of so many people. So they can't just be be released out there and they don't have any support system or where they can get basic needs. So some of them were like, 
if these people are let out here, they will now start uh, increasing the crime rate in our neighborhood. The coronavirus situation has forced every society to make drastic decisions. Thank you so much, Jane, uh, for your time. It was a pleasure being on the show. The COVID-19 pandemic has worsened an already volatile creative industry than ever before. Due to the complex nature of their work, lockdown measures around the world directly impact the entire creative value chain, creation, production, distribution and access. But the most affected part of it is getting money while having fun with the audience. The biggest loss for me during this pandemic is the ability or the opportunity to go out there and do shows. Because um, you know when you're an artist, without shows you, you don't have anything, basically. So I can say that um, the fact that we cannot meet so many people and not so many shows have been planned during this season, uh, that has really been a big loss to me. That is Jane Watetu, a gospel musician from Kenya. At the beginning of the pandemic, the Kenyan government allocated about 100 million shillings, that is about 800,000 euros to artists, actors and musicians. But Watetu says this barely scratches the surface. Sometime back in, was it in April, uh, we received 3,000 shillings. And that was the only thing that we received. Um, but to be honest, I don't feel like the government has done enough because um, they promised us they will give out sanitizers, they will give out masks, but unfortunately, um, it, it has not been the case. Kenya is one of a few countries in Africa that is providing financial relief for artists. In Ghana, poet Ama Asantua Diaka has had to take on the challenge all by herself. They don't know that when a group of people's well-being is continuously forfeited for partisan politics, party songs make the perfect chokehold. She's now turning to the online world to remain relevant. There have been efforts to, to you know, get around it, both from, both from my individual efforts as an artist and from platforms or organizations that I've collaborated in, with in the past. The bulk of it have been unpaid, but there is a certain value to it, especially as an artist in this digital, fast-paced world. One of the things is to, to stay relevant as an artist, which means that you have to keep creating art or you have to keep having conversations to keep your audience mind on you. With government support virtually non-existent, Diaka says she is tired of offering her craft for free. One of the things that this pandemic has taught us was the, the systems were unwilling to, to push beyond these boundaries to, to include um, 
virtual spaces as paid spaces but it is a possibility especially for the creative arts why shouldn't we, we make profit of that in the virtual spaces as well as in the physical spaces so i think these these things exist you know we just have to put our foot down and make use of them and establish them as as real things as possibilities back to east africa comedian patrick salvador edringi known popularly as salvador thinks the virtual space has been oversold it takes you a couple of months for you to accumulate some good man amount of money on youtube and views Everybody's now doing YouTube. Bloggers are doing YouTube. Influencers are doing YouTube. Artists are doing YouTube. Comedians are doing... Who's going to watch who? So many people's posts on, on, on Facebook are like, I opened a new YouTube channel. Check out my YouTube channel. Da, 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 da. Somebody says, check out my YouTube. Because everybody's now looking for numbers. Unfortunately, that has not been our tradition, whereby somebody goes and searches for you on YouTube. YouTube has been a place where people go to in case they missed a show. And you know in Uganda, we don't make money from copyright. We don't make money. We don't make a lot of money from YouTube. We, do, we make money from our weekly shows, our annual shows, our monthly shows, our tours. That's where we make our money. A vast majority of measures across Africa have been designed to provide financial relief. Not many touch on the social and economic rights that artists and cultural professionals should enjoy. Don't get it wrong, the financial help is crucial. Ivory Coast, South Africa and Zambia are all offering this. But there are systemic challenges that have been highlighted by this pandemic. From Accra, Kampala and Nairobi, here is how artists are coping. I have a business. I have um, something that I can depend on. I've not thought about YouTube, creating a YouTube channel or doing anything on social media. Uh, but I think in the future I will think about something. But for now, I'm, not, I'm only focusing on my business. However much we have our plans, God is the master planner. So there's no advice I can give anyone. Any, the only thing I can do which is really universal is ask everybody to pray and hope a miracle happens. Because as entertainers, our source of income has been blocked. A miracle or a vaccine, that is what the world is looking forward to. But one thing is clear. Although creative people are helping us through this pandemic, they have been largely ignored by governments. In the face of lockdowns, recent studies show that illegal downloads have increased. That is robbing creative people of their intellectual property. This was a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. Thank you to Isaac Kalechi from Ghana, Frank Yiga from Uganda, and Andrew Wasike from Kenya, who contributed to this show. For myself, Michael Luti, and the entire production team, thanks for listening.